Welcome to episode 10. In this episode, I want to ask the question, does great rock work? And talk about the pitfalls and what you can put in place first. Welcome to the Mind Fuckery podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth, author of Finding Lily and the A to Z of Emotional Abuse. I'm here to remind you that love should be unconditional. Divorcing emotionally is life-changing and that you have a duty of care to yourself. Each week, I will discuss some of the terms you may hear along this journey and I will help you understand and process what's happening. I will help you find the best habits as you start to take back the control of your own life and learn the tools to heal on a deeper level, becoming the best version of yourself. So my big question is, Grey Rock, does it work? Grey Rock is a tool that can help you manage the contact you have with an emotionally abusive person, but does it really work? It's also, I've heard people call it yellow rock, um, which apparently is uh, grey rock, but with a smile. No contact is the best way to manage these sort of relationships. You drop kick them out of your life, you shut the door firmly, you lock it, you bolt it, you put whatever it is in front, so there's no way they're coming back in. But it isn't always as simple when you have other people involved, when you might be working with the person and you haven't been able to um, change jobs yet, you've got children with them. So Grey Rock is the alternative to no contact. Coming out of these relationships, there are so many different emotions that are going on. One minute you are high and the next minute you're on your knees. One minute you know that you're right and they are not a good person and you can see the way they treated you. You can see the abuse that went on. And the next minute you're questioning everything and wondering what you did wrong, whether they really did love you. And if you're in contact with them, this causes you more pain, especially if they want to play games. Perhaps they're a family member or you work with this person and there's no way that you can do uh, no contact. It isn't an option. You might be in the process divorcing and you might have children together and they use the children as an excuse to be in contact with you or as a way of controlling you. So let me help you understand how grey rock will work but we need to strip it right back to the very basics. So the emotional abuser needs attention and different people in their lives provide different grades of attention. In the same way, a diamond has a different value. This is how they view people in their lives and they grade them on the quality of attention that they will give them. So for the purposes of this podcast, you're the diamond. You are a diamond. We're all our diamonds. We're multifaceted. There's so many different elements to us. If you were to go in and you were buying a diamond for a ring or for a piece of jewellery or somebody who buys uh, diamonds for a living, they look and they are graded on a different scale. So they use the four C's. So there's the carrot, the cut, the colour and the clarity. So the nearer to excellent the diamond is, obviously the higher price, and this is the same with you. So for the emotional abuser, they have a similar chart. So uh, it will be quality of attention, your ability to respond, your emotional response that, that you provide, 
and all of these elements are will take you higher up their grade scale it might be that you were raised by emotionally abusive parents um, and it might be you or even a sibling bought them attention and it's the same grading is used it might have been that it was your physical looks or your inte intellectual abilities this is the golden child this is the attention that a child brings to a parent so when we first get into a relationship with an emotionally abusive person you're providing them with excellent attention your color might be pure and flawless and your cut, you know, whatever it is, an excellent cut. And this is the type of attention, this is the supply that you're giving them. However, towards the end of the relationship, they've damaged you so badly, you've been downgraded to an S or a T for color, uh, maybe an S2 for clarity, um, and the weight and cut have been damaged as well. There's still some supply to be gained from you, but mainly they're bored or they just check in, see what control they still have over you. During these relationships, right at the very beginning, they studied you, you were this project, and they know what they need to say, what they need to do to get an emotional reaction from you. And they have also stored in their memory banks this information so they can use it, this information and the reaction to top themselves up you are a form of supply you're just not the grade a supply you're much further down the scale i've done a few videos on um, gray rock but this one this podcast is really questioning whether it actually works and what i'd like you to do if you can and you're not driving or something like that get a piece of paper and actually sit and write out what it is that's holding you back from going no contact and then ask yourself again can you really not do no contact if you really do need to go grey rock there's no way that you can't have them in your life then you need to make sure that you've divorced them emotionally this is the key you need to be divorced emotionally that means that if they contact you for any reason that you show no response, there's no micro movement in your face or twitch or there's no tone in your voice when you answer the phone or you see them. It means that they don't cause a reaction within you. You can break the ties with them, those invisible chains, and you heal the wounds that they have picked the scab to. This is really the key bit that you need to make sure that's in place and again go back and ask can i really really not do the no contact because no contact is really where you heal if you can't and you have to work with this person you are in contact with them maybe they're a parent or a family member um me or you've got children with them it it, it might be likely that you can't do that great rock that you can't um, sorry you can't do the no contact and you have to do or attempt to do grey rock now grey rock as i said only works if you're emotionally divorced if there's a glimmer there if you want them back if you're not being honest with yourself and the only reason you're doing grey rock is because you still want to be in contact with them it isn't going to work and if you attempt grey rock and you haven't healed you're actually giving them a supply of this fuel you are feeding them with the attention you won't have to say a word. They can just tell. They will feel your pain and they will feed off it. They might hear it in your voice 
and this is enough for them to gain fuel. Or even if it was sent via a text message or an email, they'll know by the tone and the words you use. Being emotionally fit is healing the triggers, breaking the bonds, working through all the hurt and the trauma. Emotionally divorcing means that they can no longer hurt you or feed from you. If you've been responding in an emotional way, you're not the only one. You won't be the first one, you won't be the last one. But now you know, you can do something about it. Great rock techniques do increase the chances of you being hoovered by them. However, even no contact, they can still try and gain access to you. I received an email about 18 months ago from my ex. It was an email address that I'd never given him. Maybe I've sent one years and years ago when we were together. I don't know what account it was now, but it wasn't one that I would have communicated with him. I was added to a mailing list. For what reason? There was no reason. And as I said, it wasn't any, uh, an email address that I would have given him to use. I don't even use it myself. So there's that. I'd been blocked on all my other accounts. I didn't realise that he hadn't been blocked on that one. Other people that I'm in contact with and very close to were also put on this marketing mailing list as well. I know somebody uh, a couple of years ago that had locked their ex down completely. No way. They got everything, everything locked out. And through a game they used to play together online, a message came through that. It was just amazing that they how they will sneak through. If they want to get hold of you and uh, and you haven't completely gone to ground, you might forget about something um, and they'll come through that way. They'll weave their way through, the slippery little suckers. So remember, this is a game. They need to stay out of this abandonment jail and they use people for what they need because every single person has a value. If you look at a chessboard, every single piece has a different value on that board. And this is exactly the same with the emotional abuser. That's why I use chess pieces a lot in some of in my videos as an explanation because you've got the king and the queen, the highest pieces, but you've also got rooks, you've got castles, you've got the bishop and the little pawns. So whether you see yourself as a diamond or whether you see yourself as a chess piece, it's really important to understand that they use people and they know that everybody has a value. They assessed you and they decided you were worth a certain amount. This is an ROI, it's the return on investment. So they know what you're worth and they know how much time they have to invest, how much money they have to invest. This is all calculated and you made the grade. That's how you ended up in a relationship with them. You were worth a certain amount. You were worth their time. You were worth their money. What they weren't banking for was because they don't, this bit doesn't get thought through. They take people and they put them on pedestals and they think they're absolutely amazing and they do no wrong. They are in perfect form. What they don't work into that um, evaluation is the amount that they suck out. When you invest in something, if you take the money out too quickly, it collapses. And this is what they do with people. They make their withdrawal. They It isn't a balance. They don't top it back up again. They're just taking, taking, taking until there's nothing left. If they perceive you trying to take control, they'll try and claim back the power of the situation, causing more havoc in your life. 
just when you start to be able to breathe again, you'll get clarity or um, regain some of your power, they try and suffocate you. Grey rocks, the emotional abuser, is really a bit like a, a boundary. So they love to crush them. So grey rock is more of an invitation to re-engage with you. They know at some point that you're going to drop your guard. They just need to find the right time or the right combination. And you're going to reveal how you feel, how much they've hurt you. And they want to know that because it shows them that they still have this power and control over you. Divorcing emotionally means that it doesn't matter what they do, what they say, you can see them. There's no emotion there. It's like wearing a Teflon suit, nothing sticks. They studied you. They know what to say, they know what to do, and they know what buttons to push because they set that combination. And do you know what the best part about being divorced emotionally from them is that you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to walk away. You're supposed to be there hovering in the background waiting. You're supposed to be that broken person waiting for their phone call, for their message, from acknowledgement that you still exist and you're still part of their life. You walking away, you gaining your power wasn't part of the bargain. You taking your power back and you taking control of your life is not part of their game. So grey rock does work if you are divorced emotionally. It doesn't work if there's still part of you that wants to get back. They still want them in your life. That isn't being divorced emotionally. Divorced emotionally, being emotionally divorced um, is about healing the wounds. And there will be emotional wounds, much like a physical wound, they have wounded you. But you've also got other wounds uh, that can be healed at the same time. It's just such an amazing thing to do. So as always, I like to give you something to take away, um, some strategies that might be helpful to you. So my first one, obviously, is divorcing emotionally. It's what I talk about all the time it, and healing those wounds, those original wounds. So this doesn't happen again and not just the root wounds of the relationship. The next one is to see this as a business transaction, as a business negotiation. So if you're in contact with them for whatever reason, whether it's um, children is a, is a big one. That's why a lot of people stay um, or have to be in contact with the, the abuser, do the grey rock. Treat it as a business negotiation or transaction. So everything that you're doing is an agreement. If you were putting together an agreement uh, as a company, you wouldn't share your personal details. You wouldn't, you might rem uh, remain polite and professional but you wouldn't be talking about what's going on in your life, um, the problems you're having romantically or whatever it is, financial problems. So think of this as a business transaction uh, and how you would deal in that, that scenario. Also set clear boundaries. So when you're dealing particularly, let's say with children, um, have this these set dates and times so you know what when uh, pick up and drop off is, where it's going to happen, whether you're going to take it in turns, whether you're going to meet at somebody's house. Think about ways of doing that and, and these setting these boundaries. Remember, they're not you're not married to them anymore. 
you're not in a relationship with them, you have to reset this relationship and it's going to be a professional one. So think about it in that way. They're not a guest in your home. You're not going to let them into your space to look around, to touch, to look at the paperwork that you might have, you know, the bills you've left on their counter or on their kitchen table. Think of them as a courier and uh, they're dropping off. They're coming to your home, they're dropping off a package, something really important to you. But equally, you wouldn't invite a courier in and say, would you like a cup of tea? Come and sit down while you wait. Um, Say to them, stand at the door, shut the door in their face. Not, Not in a nasty way, but just say, yep, they're just getting all their bags together. They'll be with you in 30 seconds and close the door. Don't invite them in. A boundary, as I said, is an invitation. And this is exactly what they see Grey Rock as. Uh, Boundary uh, is an invitation to take control. And they will try everything in their power, as they will with Grey Rock. Um, so keep records of everything. Make sure that, you know, you're sticking to plans. And um, if they say that they can't have the children on a certain time or a certain day, what, what plan have you got in place? This is a negotiation. You can feel very lonely at times coming out of these relationships. It can be very lonely the times that if you've got children that they're with the other partner. And it might be that you want to reach out. So create routines. Routines are a brilliant way of um, showing your body that you're in a safe space and um, creating self-care, a morning routine, an evening routine. You're teaching your body that now it's safe and that it can unwind and it's protected. As long as it is, it's protected. You can do things, you know, you can have showers, use the shower to wash away, you know, the emotions. You can, you know, have long baths if you've got a bath available but start to look at using your time constructively not reaching out and if you are wanting to reach out go in and ask what it is why do I want to reach out what is it that who is it what part of me needs the attention and talk to that because I can tell you I promise you it won't be the abuser that you need the attention from but you will need some form of attention go and find out what it is and then it could be that it's an inner child that's trying to reach out and it just wants reassurance or love and you can do that you can create something and and take that inner child out for the day always respond don't react learn techniques. I say to people, you know, if you're having to deal with correspondence from them or text messages or other forms of messages, take your device, whether it's on a laptop or it's a phone or it's an iPad and put it in the bottom of the cupboard, shut the door, leave the room and maybe move in some way, go out for a walk, move um, your legs up and down, ground yourself and then go and reread it because you reread it in a different frame. So some of these, some of the communications are there to trigger you. They're there to get a reaction from you. You taking back your power, divorcing emotionally means that actually when you get that email, it's no longer going to mean anything. And it is just that, it's nothing. You don't get a reaction, it doesn't hurt. You're not sitting by your phone waiting for them. You're living your life. And this is something you're not supposed to do. This wasn't part of their plan. Their plan is to keep you in their life. 
on a bit of thread so that they can reach out and you'll respond. They can say something and you'll cry. They will make you feel that, um, they'll say, they, they know phrases, they've got stock phrases that they learn that they know are going to get a response from you. And whether it's an angry response or whether it's a, um, you, you cry hysterically over the loss of everything, they know exactly what they want from you. And that is supply to them. That is their food. That is what they live off. They need attention. They need people constantly telling them how amazing they are. But equally, you sitting there crying down the phone is the same as somebody else blowing smoke up their ass, basically telling them how amazing they are. When everybody knows, it's like the emperor needs new clothes. Everybody knows that they aren't everybody enables them because they're frightened because they're in the same position as you and this is something that nobody talks about with the enablers it's they are in exactly the same position you were it's just that they're not as good maybe quality supply um, as the top person in their life they're afraid of losing this person they've been put in a very similar position experienced their form of trauma bonding they have been placed in a way of being told how um, important they are and how they understand the abuser and how they need the abuser. Everybody is in a position like a chessboard. They're in a position waiting for the next move. They're protecting like the chess pieces are protecting because they want to win. Everybody is in this game to win. They're protecting the abuser like you protected the abuser. You know, you were protecting your, the relationship. You were protecting the abuser. The whole thing is an illusion. And when you actually understand that, it honestly, I promise you will change your life. When you see through the illusion, once you see it, you can't unsee it. You know, once you see through the illusion, that is when you know that you're on your way to recovery. You shouldn't be in pain. You should have been given closure. You're not going to get that. So now you need to understand what's going on and then you can move forward. And as I said, this isn't something you're supposed to do. If you want punishment, here's your punishment. You break away and you go and live the life that you were born to live. I promise you we all come onto this plane with a role and you can discover what your, you know, discover what your role is. Tune in and ask what you're here to do, what it is that you're here to create, how you leave your footprint on this plane. How, what is it that you're here for? Start looking a little bit deeper. So yes, going back to how I started this, which was, does grey rock work? It works if you are emotionally divorced, if you set really strong strong boundaries, if you can look at this as a, tri a transaction, something that you would do in a commercial environment, that's how you've got to see this now. It's a transaction and they're in your life for a reason. And be really honest, can you go no contact? It might be that you can't go no contact and Grey Rock is your only option. For Grey Rock to work, you've got to make sure that you don't want them back in your life. You've got to make sure that that you are emotionally divorced because you will be hanging on. You'll be waiting. You'll be a form of supply and you can spend the rest of your life in that place. 
you know, and if you have children, you've got events to go to. You might have weddings to go to, births of grandchildren, um, graduations and all sorts of, of events that you need to be in the same place as them. They will manipulate you at every opportunity. Don't allow that. Don't give them that fuel. Divorce emotionally. I promise you it is the best gift, gift you're going to see, uh, give yourself and you take in control. But not only that, this isn't what you're supposed to do. And if you want any form of revenge or justice, which you shouldn't do if you're divorced emotionally, then here's your revenge, here's your justice. Go and live the life you're born to live. Sending you loads and loads of love until next time.